This is Mattercast. Real people, conversations that matter. Welcome and enjoy. All right, everybody. Welcome again to Mattercast. Today, I sit down with my wife, Lauren, and uh, we had a great conversation, um, ranging from everything from what it really looks like to be a yes person. Uh, she's very much a yes person. And uh, we talked about what we call banner phrases, uh, how they could potentially be dangerous to our lives and kind of limiting, and also how we can use them kind of advantageously in molding our lives. And lastly, we kind of delved a little bit into the trappings of identity. It's a great conversation, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome. first episode where uh, I'm going to be talking with Lauren. It's going to be sort of us chatting about stuff. And I am your wife. You are my wife. <laughs> yes, I should probably say that. But me and Lauren are married and we've been married for just about eight years now. And uh, yeah. And um, I don't know, like uh, I think it's, we, I kind of wanted to do this because uh, we are parents of a four-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and it can be really difficult to have the kind of conversations that we used to, you know what I mean? That's true. Like really getting into into it deep, either like on a road trip or just really all the time, mm-hmm. you know. So I think uh, before we start the conversation, though, um, do you want to maybe set an intention? Sure. Yeah. I just want to put out there that this exchange, the intention for the exchange is coming from a loving, conscious place and that um, this should reach anybody it's meant to everybody it's meant to yeah agreed thank you um i think it's there's a lot of things that we we talk to throughout the day and a lot of them end up being i think around parenting a lot and like how in love we are with our daughter and that type of thing so it's kind of cool like i wanted to talk about you a little bit tonight and um you know before we get into it um this being one of our first uh podcasts and videos, whether it's with us talking or anybody else, I think it'd be nice to sort of let whoever is out there listening know kind of where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just say about myself really quick that together we um, are the co-creators of Matter. We hand make ergonomic um, cushions for sitting and meditation, laying down all different kinds of things. That's where it started and we're still continuing to do that. Uh, but now we're doing this podcast as part of it as well. Um, myself, um, I've had a lot of different jobs. Um, I really am enjoying this one. And I, I'll just say kind of just where I'm coming from with these podcasts is I think I've explored a lot spiritually and spirituality kind of in the last 15 years or so, probably, I would say. And um, I think where I find myself is very open to all different um you know, uh, kinds of beliefs, um, and, and systems of thought philosophies and all that. But I think I find myself kind of feeling more comfortable in like a, like a, like a a Zen Buddhist kind of that sort of, um, background. That's where I'm coming from of like a, just a very, a lot to do with like presence, um, meditation, but I'm, I, I don't know, I really, so for some reason, like Buddhist philosophy really resonates with me. I think when we talk, I end up kind of defaulting like from that perspective a little bit. And so that's just kind of my simple, like where I'm coming from. How about you? Well, I would describe myself as being very much a yes person. Mm -hmm. And I mean that in the sense of, uh, well, I refer to them as neon signs. I've been referring to them as neon signs forever because uh, the neon signs to me are, you know, you're living your life 
and all of a sudden you hear on the radio somebody talking about something and then two minutes later you hear another person talking about it and then it comes up again the next day in conversation. Yeah. To me, those are the neon signs. And um, when I see those, I feel like I'm always on the lookout for those. Mm -hmm. And when I see those, I think, oh, okay, well, I guess that's maybe the next part of my adventure. Mm -hmm. And so what it's led me, the path that it's led me down <laughs> has been very varied. Uh, anything from, oh my gosh, I've done so many different things as far as work and play mm -hmm. in my life. And uh, anything from you know massage therapy to, gosh, so many things. Um, being an RN, I am an RN, but I haven't practiced it since uh, I had my daughter. And now I, I'm a parent. Mm -hmm. Never thought I was going to be a parent. Mm -hmm. And now I'm a parent to a four-year-old, to our four-year-old. And I teach kids yoga. And I'm an entrepreneur and a blogger and whatever else comes. So mm -hmm. and that's kind of, that's, I think, yeah, kind of a good impression of yeah, I agree. I agree. And I just want to say, I mean, because we are living in a world where lots of times people want to apply like a label or something like that, I like yes person because I think no, just knowing you, that's a very accurate description of how you approach life and that type of thing. Um, I'm curious, and just so other people know, is that is there some any sort of belief system or anything like that that you think really resonates with you at all or not really? I've heard you say, I feel like you have labeled my way as being very, I guess, Buddhist, Zen, but I, yeah. I don't. I, I, I've always been very yin in that sense. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't been the person who's been striving for the, the, the answers and yes. the spirituality. I've always been much more sort of back and flowing with, okay, this is this is what I'm doing now. I don't, I actually don't practice a lot of meditation. Mm -hmm. I, um, I feel like what I connect with most is just the presence yes. of things. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes that's meditation. And sometimes that just feels like life yoga, you know, life meditation, um, life yoga for mm -hmm. sure. But I, I definitely not, I definitely don't adhere to any particular. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you said that when like, I would say that maybe you come, you, you, you have this sort of a similarity with like mm -hmm. Buddhist kind of thinking. And I think that that could apply to actually a lot of different like philosophies and belief systems as well. I think it's just um, kind of a side effect of you being present. Mm -hmm. Really, I mean, I think you, I, I would say, and would it be fair to say that you strive for presence essentially, like in just about all areas of your life? presence kind of keeps me in check it does <laughs> so, for sure right you yeah. know when I when I'm not being present I I kind of get agitated mm -hmm. I can tell that you know if I'm maybe thinking about things that I need to do mm -hmm. or <laughs> <laughs> we're hearing noises I don't know if it's our daughter rumbling around up there or something speaking of yeah um but like if I'm maybe, you know, thinking about the emails that yeah. I need to return or responses or things, but uh, Delia is Her asking daughter. me questions, mm -hmm. uh, I, I feel this sort of agitation that happens. So I, mm -hmm. I know that I can't, I can't. If you're not being present. You yes. Mm -hmm. I can't be present with both things at once. To me, I, I have to either say, you know what, sweet girl, I need to take care of this. Mm -hmm. And then in five minutes I'll, you yes. know, but I can't you know, be like this sure. and with her because it, it just, yeah. Yeah. So I, I absolutely have to be present. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that. And I, and I think that's always sort of what's been, what I've really admired about you is this kind of a, a non-attachment really to any sort of a, like a, a belief system. Mm. I think you just have had this, you have a, um, and we're going to talk about your sort of where you've gone places in your life and sort of how you look at the world and stuff. But like, it really comes out the way you live that you're just you you're you want to be in the flow that you feel at your best when you when you're in the flow and you're like you're connected now oh, it's stressful when i'm not in the flow yeah so it's kind yeah. of trained me i can't yeah. you yeah. know well you do it well so anyway <laughs> cool so that's a, that's a good introduction um i wanted to talk actually for sure i'm glad you mentioned um with the neon signs mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure these go back fairly far, maybe, you know, your teens or 20s when you were paying attention to these neon signs and 
can explain what that's all about. But I think that like that it's it epitomizes presence and being open and being a yes person because you talk about your trajectory, just your jobs, right? Those don't define you as a person, but going from, you know, you've had many different jobs when you were younger, working in a bakery and that type of thing, and really working in restaurants, but, you know, going and getting training as a massage therapist, as a nurse, and even in the field of nursing, working in a bunch of different places, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 and in situations where you didn't think you would find yourself and actually enjoying your work. Mm -hmm. And then coming away from that, continuing education in nursing, but then becoming a mom and then becoming like a kid's yoga teacher, which you're really good at, you know what I mean? And it's, and a parent and all this. And it's like, that is not a normal like trajectory. And maybe it is a normal thing. Cause I know like I bounced around a lot in my life and stuff, but you've really seemed to handle it with a lot of like just grace and just acceptance and there's not, a, I don't get that there's like a lot of judgment of yourself of like going and doing these different things in life, you know, that like, oh, I, I'm not sticking with this. I'm changing directions. And, you know, I think that's where I, something, a place where I would come from, hmm. you know what I mean? But I don't know, I'm curious about like kind of that path. And I want to hear a little bit about like the neon signs and stuff. Cause I think that's that when early on in our relationship, I remember you telling me about that. Mm -hmm. And it's always been very fascinating hmm. for me. Well, I think the <clears throat> first time I remember consciously uh, seeing something and thinking, oh, yes, I think I'm going to do that. I don't know if it happened before, but the one that stands out was in high school. Mm -hmm. And high school was rough. I had a hard time in high school. A lot mm -hmm. of people did. Um, but there was a sign at my high school mm -hmm. and it was advertising for studying abroad mm -hmm. and um I looked at it and I just thought yes I, I would like to do that yeah. that just that sounds that sounds great you know mm -hmm. let me get out of this high school and go try a different experience yeah. and it was very enriching very fun I have lifelong friends from it and um and I think that that's kind of how it would happen I would just see something and sort of try it on, like, you know, all the way up to the kids yoga teaching, man, when, when Linda, my instructor, the owner of the studio that I work mostly through, when she brought it up mm -hmm. and she said, oh, you know, I, I really think this would be good for you. I'm doing a kids yoga teacher training. And, um, and I remember laughing and mm -hmm. thinking, what me, a kids mm -hmm. yoga teacher, mm -hmm kids <laughs> really and and at first I thought no way and uh, I think one of our friends who's also a yoga teacher kids yoga teacher um she within a day of that had said something to the same effect mm. yeah I think you'd be good at kids yoga teaching yeah. and that came way out of left field to be yeah. from her I just I thought really okay like it wasn't and a conversation really, that had been no, ongoing or anything no like that. No, not at all. And, and, and that's when I started thinking, well, maybe this is one of those moments. Mm -hmm. uh, this, actually, when I think about our life, and at the time our daughter was two, almost three, and I thought, gosh, like what a beautiful enrichment for both of us, mm -hmm. that she would be able to come to my classes. It would be flexible. It would be, I think very much aligned with the things that I want to teach mm -hmm. her, the things that I want to practice. So, um, gosh, it just, <laughs> it just became, well, yes, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to be a kids yoga teacher. So let me ask you really quick, mm -hmm. cause uh, just to like kind of clarify, like you're talking about that experience in high school and there literally is like a sign that you see or mm -hmm. like a poster. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you say neon signs, Maybe clarify that statement a little bit, because obviously with this, there wasn't a sign that was happening. Sure. So I wonder if you could clarify the neon sign thing, and then also when you say trying it on. So neon signs is just figurative mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. That could be, like I mentioned, you know, I became a nurse because, not because I had any idea what being a nurse is. Oh my gosh, that is a, I mean, 
hats off to the nurses out there. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, there's no, no joke, <laughs> but, um, I became a nurse because at the time I was waiting tables and I was driving down the street listening to NPR and there was a nurse on the radio and she was talking about all the benefits of nursing, about the flexibility and the travel options and the security. Mm-hmm. All those are beautiful, wonderful things and mm-hmm. things that I craved at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was on my way to the beach to go surfing and I go surfing and I meet a guy who's still a friend. Now we ended up graduating nursing school together. And he at the time was an EMT and he was working on his prereqs for nursing. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't, I think there was a third thing that happened, but um, I went and looked at, you know, the credits I had at the mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. and I had all, but I think two classes mm-hmm. done already checked off. I'd already taken anatomy and all these things just out of interest. Um, and so I became a nurse right. because of that. And so those to me were the neon signs. The 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 woman on NPR, right. the nurse on NPR talking about those things. Uh, my, you know, so so then, you know, meeting Tony in the water and looking at, you know, my, how it fits. And then trying it on and saying, oh, what would that be like? Mm. The trying on is kind of, how does that feel? And are you, are you thinking of, like putting in your yourself in the place of being a nurse, like you've already gone through the school, or when you say trying it on, you're like, okay, what is this actually going to feel like to make this commitment right now and and do this, or or like what, how does no, that? No, sort of, it doesn't go that far. Mm-hmm. I think it's more feeling it. How does it feel? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it feel aligned? Does it feel uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. It feels uncomfortable and like I'm forcing it. That's eh, not going to happen. But yeah. when it when it just seems to fit. When I look at it and say, oh, well, I have all, almost all the prerequisites done. And yeah. I already have a friend who's going to this program. He's, he can help guide me. And and it's got all these things that I need and crave in life at this moment. Hey, maybe this is the universe handing just the thing I need to me at the right time. Gotcha. And so I think it's cool about the whole neon sign thing, too, is that like, it's not like you had planned to go surf with Tony, Mm-mm. your friend. And it no, just, I, I met him that day. You, you met him that's that day. The day that I met and him. <laughs> still friends with him. Yeah. And it's not, and, and if maybe you hadn't gotten in the car at that exact time, you wouldn't have heard that broadcast. Right. And if you hadn't done all those things, your schooling beforehand, those pieces wouldn't have been in place. So I think it's kind of amazing about that, that that does make it like this neon sign moment. I think a neon sign is so perfect because it's a neon sign. It's just like, you know, you it's can't just like, not see it. <laughs> it's like in your face, even if it's like flickering, right? That almost gets your attention more. Like if there's something missing, like, you know what I mean? But like, it's not perfect, but like, it's almost like those things come together so perfectly that, yeah, it, it seems like, how could I not do this? Mm-hmm. And so when you say like, I, I know for me, that's been a, a really big kind of question me is that feeling part of it absolutely right because you know i've always been someone who is maybe looking for ways to have more fun or like you know like if if, if something feels good to me because i'm gonna go on like an adventure and i'm gonna have fun or something like that you know what i mean so like i confuse that where like if i'm gonna make like a take like a new career path or something for me there's there is gonna be an element of like a little bit of fear or like uncertainty or discomfort of like thinking of going in this other direction. And I know that tends to kind of get in the way with me a little bit because it's like, am I, is that telling me that there's some stressful parts about this or am I, you know, that feeling like, like thing. I mean, is that something I wonder if you could talk about that a little bit because that hmm. feeling it is really, that's always been a, a difficult thing for me to get like a hold of. You know what I mean? I think that once I click in, that mm. this is what I'm doing, mm. I don't really have that stuff, that those stressors, those things, because it all kind of makes sense and you, I just chip away at whatever needs to be done. I mean, not to say that I did well in nursing school. I had a very, I struggled through nursing school. I'm I'm surprised. I mean, it's like, you're like the whole time. It's like this this dream, like montage. Yeah. It's not not that, um, Mm. things can be hard. Things can Mm. be challenging. Um, yeah, that's a little, it's challenging. I mean, it's, 
I think the reason I bring that up is because I'm finding more and more the need to feel if mm -hmm. something's right, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that like everything's going to have some sort of fear and uncertainty with it. And so it's like how to, how to sort uh, of. Those are two separate things though. Yeah. Fear mm. and uncertainty because mm -hmm. everything's uncertain, right. but you can either have the fear or the faith with it. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm just going to point out because mm -hmm. I live with you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I know your ways. You do know my ways. And I <laughs> will say that when you are doing this, when you are doing the podcast, yes. or you are working on designing a new product for mm -hmm. our, you know, our company, mm -hmm. I don't. And maybe, you know, I'm mm -hmm. pretty sensitive to you. Mm -hmm. I don't perceive that you have that fear and anxiety that you're talking about. I feel like it's when you start um, stressing about the future yeah. and the, like having fear with the uncertainty. With the uncertainty. Because there's uncertainty in either case. Of course. Right. We all have uncertainty. It's, everything is uncertain. On oh, either perspective, I guess you could say. It's the same, it's the same, it's the situation. same thing. <laughs> it's just depends on what perspective sure. you're taking. And, and yeah. I will say that yeah. when you have switched to the fear-based side of, okay, well, I'm just going to get a job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go and, and work, you know, eight to six or whatever it is mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. just do it and get that security, which is such the illusion. It is an illusion. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> that is when you are your most stressed. And, yeah. and, and one thing I'll say to that, it's interesting you bring that most up. Most fearful. It, yeah. It, it, and... I know that when I when when she's saying that like if I'm if I'm working on a project that I'm really passionate about, I'm not even thinking about the uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And there might be actually there's actually the uncertainty actually maybe holds a lot of excitement for me. You know, there there is a question obviously mm -hmm. of where this is going to go. Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to sustain this? But as soon as I can go down that road, I start getting out of presence with it and it's not as fun anymore. <laughs> but the, the quality of what I, the work I do, that excitement, that energy is a totally different energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and I'm not really thinking about it. It's, I think it's when I when I vacillate between like, and it's and it's purely like a thinking thing. It's like Absolutely. a very like left brain, like analytical, like sure. pros and cons. Which one's better? Which, you know, like, is this one more negative or this one more negative or, more, or whatever? You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, that's when it really, there's a, there's a, it's, I can see when you say that there's like a, uh, the balance is really more on like that analytical side, mm -hmm. you know, and not like the being and just. Oh, but it feels so good to be oh, on the other It feels side. so good, you know, I think that, but you know, I mean, this is interesting too, because we've really come from, you know, two completely different backgrounds, mm -hmm. you know, and you have a lot of experience in just kind of trusting and believing, you know, like living on mm -hmm. faith kind mm -hmm. of in, in like lots of situations. I feel like for whatever reason, like, I don't know if that comes naturally to you or, or what? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, nature, nurture, and right. I don't know. I mean, there were a lot of disruptive things that happened right. growing up, but what I always held here is that I've always been taken care yes. of. Yeah. I've never you know, I've, I've always been taken care of, even when things got, have gotten really rough. Yes. You know, things, they work out. And I think that's a really important thing to remember. And we talk about this sometimes, like when I start freaking out, I know that like, I can say, I can look around me and realize that I'm 36 years old, 36. So I've been, I've been, I have to like check her for my age. It's like, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm still here. And I'm doing pretty darn well. You know what I mean? So like, wow, I'm actually, I've been taken care of this whole time. Mm -hmm. And that's such an interesting thought to like be become conscious of. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to maybe explain that away or start having, but it's like, no, actually the reality is I have been taken mm -hmm. care of this whole time. Sure. And other people have had a hand in that. Maybe there's been yeah. circumstances that I feel were like totally serendipitous or whatever. But the point is... Those things have happened to keep me around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and they and I still find them happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't want to get too far off track. Was there, you know, did you, 
Is there anything else you want to say about like the neon signs or, or other ways that those sort of manifest for you? Mm. No, I just, just pay attention and yeah. see how things feel. Mm -hmm. And I just say yes, yes. a lot. And, and, and sometimes that's not like, you know, three different people or things saying something. Sometimes it's just, oh, that sounds interesting. And that's an opportunity to do, try something different. Yeah. And that feels good. And maybe yeah. it just triggers like some sort of like curiosity. In you sure. Like that. Yeah. 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 I um, I feel like that's kind of brought spice into life. Yeah. By saying yes. Yeah. And, um, and convincing you to say yes too. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, you know, I, I've probably not been a huge yes person. Well, it was very dependent. I think the yes was very dependent on did this... Um, thing that I was potentially saying yes to or no to, did that fit into my sense of identity? Hmm. Do, you, do you get what I'm saying? I'll explain that. Oh, okay. So like, um, I, you know that I have really struggled like with identity mm -hmm. a lot, right? I mean, I grew up um, in the South Bay of Los Angeles. It's a very, like, the culture is very predominantly like surf culture, skate culture, like punk rock. And I love that growing up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was very much a part of that. And it still has a, like that kind of lifestyle still has a place in my heart. But what I found is when other interests of mine would sort of come up against that and maybe would mean that I'm not going surfing or whatever. You know what I mean? That was a big one for me, like surfing. If I'm not going surfing, I'm not hardcore enough or whatever. Like, how can I even call myself that? That's not even my my people and, or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and so I think that if someone were to come up and looking back in hindsight, I think there's, I've had regret around things like this where like if someone were to present a situation or an opportunity to me and it didn't fit my identity, right? Or how I was, a, the identity I was attached to. If it didn't fit with like this, no, I'm a surfer. I'm a skater. This is my, this is my town type. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of like town pride where we're from. And like, um, if it didn't fit that, I would just kind of dismiss it mm -hmm. very quickly. Even if it meant a potentially really amazing adventure and who knows where that, where those roads would take, would have taken me. But I, I think I wasn't really thinking about the implications of that, mm -hmm. you know, until like you come along and we start talking about that. And I start seeing kind of how you live and you've been on amazing adventures that have just been the natural progression of you saying yes to things. Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm, I was very open to it. I just needed to sort of get myself into a different place mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, mature in my own way, you know? The, <clears throat> the part that I want to kind of pull together yeah. from what you were just talking about Thank you. is, well... <laughs> Something that I remember talking about, because we talked mm -hmm. about this a very long time ago, mm -hmm. with that culture that we both grew up in, and how uh, in that culture, the idea with like surfing and skating is that if you're not, there's a freedom, mm. like this image of mm. freedom. Mm -hmm. Guy's just taking off whenever he wants to go surfing, going skating and doing stuff. This is ideal. The, the image is of freedom. Yes. And I think what we came to back then is that it, it is so limiting mm. because you aren't free. You, you know, if, if, well, if, an, if yeah. an opportunity came that was something different, that maybe the buddies in your head say, dude, that's not cool or whatever, mm. then you are tethered yes. by that image yeah. and you're cutting yourself off to the freedom of yes mm -hmm. i absolutely want to do that that sounds rad right you know that's that's true that's another part of me that i would like to experience mm -hmm. so i just uh i hope i was clear about that Does no that you are sense? you're very 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 clear i think that that um that um it makes me think of people um, like Nelson Mandela, I forget who I was talking about, like Nelson Mandela the other day, the guys in prison for like, you know, 20 something years, maybe even longer, I forget the exact amount and came out like he experienced so much inner freedom, mm. even though physically, obviously he's in prison and in, and in, in a country where, you know, 
people that looked like him, just looked like him, that he looked like, were being imprisoned and, and having many of their rights taken away. Mm-hmm. And so, the, you know, it makes me think about that, that like we really do create our own cages around us. And many times that is under this like guise of being free. But it really just becomes this, um, a pretty, pretty substantial attachment. You know what I mean? That like really has got you, mm-hmm. you know, and to deviate from that Absolutely. is, is like, you can't, it's mm. weird. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it's there's, very I think there's, I, it's yeah. very controlling. There's like, there's like not, a, I think, you know, if I were to think about that, there's, there's um, a lot of fear that I would lose my community that I've have, sure. that I have, like that people yeah. are going to like be judged, judge me or not be rejected. my, my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also this kind of, it's weird, right? It, I can really go into it and, and it becomes this, this deeper question of like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Because if, you know, for me, like if I'm in that culture for as long as I am, it's like, I really don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. And there's something I think that, that should be really exciting about, about that. But it's, it was, I think, saw that as a very scary thing almost mm. you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah that's that's see. that's interesting that would be um one thing i think that does fit into this and another thing we've been talking about are banner phrases mm-hmm. and i think that fits in with this type of thing mm-hmm. and i don't know maybe you could sort of talk about like just introduce what are we what, what do i mean by banner phrases banner phrases and the stories. So these are things that I've been thinking about for the last few years. It's just kind of been budding in my mind. Yeah. I've noticed that I tell myself stories <laughs> yeah. in my mind. Um, things like, like a story might be if I'm running late for something and it's the very first time I'm and I'm supposed to be there and. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make a bad impression uh-huh. or, or something. I might say something like, gosh, this always happens to me. Oh my gosh, I can't find my keys. Like, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, I left my bag. And that's a true story. I left my bag of all of my tricks. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, just minutes before I was being there pulling up and realizing, oh, I don't have my bag. And I, I remember, you know, this is an example. I remember driving home to get my bag. Mm-hmm. And I remember like one of the first things that I said was like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe this is happening. This always happens. And I was seething. And then I realized, gosh, like that is a really sad story. And it really fires me up even more. It like makes me even more angry when I tell myself that story. So what would be the banner phrase? Well, in this case, I I feel like banner phrases and stories are Mm. kind of related, but I'll start with the stories because banner phrases tell a story. It's like a summarized, clipped version. It's like a summary of like, and it has punch and it has spin. But Mm. but, um, with the story, the story spins the situation in a certain way and oh my gosh, it just makes things worse. Mm. Well, it can make things better And that's And that's kind of what I've been exploring (sighs) is... So in the car, yeah. what, what happened that day was I'm driving and I'm Delia in the backseat and um, it's my first time teaching at the studio and oh, this always happens to me and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to breathe. Okay. And then I like trying to like think, okay, I'm going to be there right when I'm supposed to be there. Yes. <laughs> I'm like telling myself a kind different story and I'm forcing, forcing it, it because, yeah. because, you know, that that's the tool. That's one of the tools that I've been you know trying to learn is like you know with being late actually you know you're going to get there when you're going to get there and you're going to get there right when you're supposed to Mm. and whatever happens from there that's just what's supposed to be it can't be anything else um I remember that day you know after that I I called you know the the owner of the studio and I explained to her she thanked me for calling her and letting her know Mm. I get there there's nobody there yeah for my class yeah right and um the class ended up beginning naturally five minutes late. Wow. Right. You know, right when I got there a few minutes later is when, you know, students came in and, and that's just an example of, of at first my story was just enraging. Like it just, it made me bubble and it just, I got like, I was just feeling so much anger and I felt more anger because of the story I was telling myself. Yeah. And then by, 
painstakingly telling myself a different story, it it shifted things for me. And I just was like, you know, no, I'm just going to be present. I'm going to drive safely. Yeah. And <laughs> you know? show up probably with a lot better energy coming yes. off of you. And I got and... there and was, you know, I did my best. And it was a great class, <laughs> you know, yeah. and by being present in that class, it was. Right. You're like, not, well, you're not carrying the weight of that, yeah. that worry and all that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting as you're, you're saying that, like I'm thinking about, okay, well, there's, that's like a negative kind of banner phrase, right? I, I, let's just say like, I'm always late. Right. Yes. Or, or I'm never on time for something. And I was thinking about this is like, okay, well, is this is something I had talked about in the last podcast with Lizzie. And we're talking about this like pivoting mm -hmm. thing, right? So if like, I like having like a negative experience just to change one aspect of it, mm -hmm. you know, I'm always running late, but at least I get there safely. Right. Or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Now it's interesting because you're talking about banner phrases and I think you, you said this, but like there could be positive ones as well. Mm -hmm. And when I'm actually thinking about this, it's like, okay, because I've talked about, or we've talked about this, like if I'm running late, hey, maybe there's a reason I'm running late. Mm -hmm. Like maybe exactly. I avoided like a car accident or something mm -hmm. like that. And, and that could be true. But what I, I think what I like about, what I don't like about that is that necessarily I'm avoiding disaster. Mm -hmm. It's still not a very empowered way to be. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, something happened to me that maybe helped protect me. But it's still, I mean, that's better than being all angry and upset mm -hmm. and, and, and have like filled with anxiety. And it's like, I like the way that you took that because it's like actually an empo more empowered banner phrase to have mm -hmm. is that I'm going to get there right when I'm supposed to get mm -hmm. there. And it's going to be what it's, it's very gonna, direct. It's very direct. Mm -hmm. And the reason I bring that up is because we do this all the time now. I remember this. It started with like finding parking spaces. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And mm -hmm. like, you know, I always got stressed out going somewhere like we got to get like us being somewhere earlier at like a place that's open all day is going to help us get a parking spot. It's kind of a ridiculous thought. You know what I mean? It's kind of a ridiculous, but like me, I'm like, we gotta get out. And like in my mind, like partly what's going on is like, we got to get a parking space and we're going to be driving around forever looking for a parking yes. space. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, but <laughs> it's so funny. Like we kind of like, we'll be, we're driving somewhere. I swear this happens. I would say 95% of the time, like this works out. Yeah. If not almost all the time, it's like, you know, finding a parking space. It's like, Oh no, we got like our parking angels. And yeah, the right space. And seriously, we'll find a parking space every time. Mm -hmm. Now, that's kind of one example. But the other example too is like when you get there, if you're, you're I'm going to be there exactly when I'm supposed to be there. You are coming into that knowing that you are, you are divinely timed. Mm -hmm. You are like in tune, in touch, and you're going somewhere where other people are going to be interacting with you as well. They're coming from their various journeys and inner trips and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And for you to say, it doesn't matter what's going on right now. I'm going to be there and it's going to be the perfect timing. Now you're like set mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. whether, whether you're consciously doing that or not, mm -hmm. it's like you're set for that. Absolutely. Yeah. So what kind of, I mean, are there like positive banner phrases that you use? Oh man. I, I think that they're more just on the spot, like, yeah. you know, things, but I, I don't think we've really talked very much about the banner phrases specifically. And the banner phrases are kind of like a shortened version of the story. Hmm. Um, Can you think of any that I've used? Maybe gosh, that's, we, should, I use a we lot. should write them down. I probably use a lot of banner phrases. I'm doing my best. Oh yeah, I'm doing my best. <laughs> yes, this is when I'm having a hard Jeff's, time usually, right? Like, yeah. Banner phrase. I'm doing my best. Doing my best. Yeah, and <laughs> she usually just laughs at me when I say that. Maybe. <laughs> and, I'm gonna have a cookie right now. Yes, have sorry. a cookie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. So I feel like so banner phrases to me are things that. <laughs> I swear when banner phrases are used really effectively, I feel like there is no disputing that statement. And I feel like the media is really like good at that, phrases, yeah. that like they spin things a certain way and they say things a certain way that there is no way that anybody in their right mind would ever think anything differently. And then if you just happen to be one of the people who thinks differently, it strikes this painful place. Mm. 
inside. That you're like that being is, ridiculous or something. That, that you're being stupid mm -hmm. for having a brain and a making your own decisions mm -hmm. and having a different perspective. Um, so I think, um, so there are the stories that we tell ourselves, so, but then there are these banner phrases that, that have so much energy to them. So like, just things that I'm, I'm exploring. Yeah. And I want to talk about that because like that, just that one, like just take that one for example. You know, I mean, there's so many banner phrases, but I'm doing my best, right? Somebody listen, somebody listening to this might be like, well, what's so wrong with that? Oh yeah. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with saying that, mm -hmm. but I notice that when you say it, it really fuels your argument and your justification for your negative feelings. Right. For my like anxiety or me like being frustrated that I'm not right. being taken the right way or that I I'm, messed up I'm or something. Doing, it basically says I'm doing so much and I am working so mm. hard, but look at this outcome and it's, it's, it's Ugh, and know, I'm just and doing my best. Right. And I'm just doing my best. Mm, you know, saying. and it and it, it's and there's no disputing it. Right. Because I know am. on my end, it right. kind of stops me from talking because, <laughs> well, like, okay, I see you're doing your best. Mm -hmm. But really, are you? Right. And I think that's well, that's <laughs> and that's that your best to say that you're it's your best. Right. Really, what your best would be would to be possibly to tell yourself a different story. Well, no, I think that what, what that does is it becomes a, and I can, if I'm being honest about it, when I say that, probably will get me in trouble the next time I say it. <laughs> but it's like... Real husband-wife I know. It's like, what I'm trying to think about it, is that like, if I say I'm doing best, I've sort of, I've sort of stopped. Yes. At that point, right? Absolutely. I'm sort of like, I'm like, I'm not really trying anymore. Like right now, like, no, I'm doing my best. This is as good as it's going to get right here. Yeah. And so when you say like, are you doing it? At that point, no, like I probably could be doing a lot better because if I'm looking at really how I want to show up in this world and it's being compassionate and flowing and loving and present. And including for yourself. For myself as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that comes with a whole host of things. That means being kind to myself, that means being present when there is anxiety or frustration within me that might have driven me to that point mm -hmm. of, of getting there, you know, of getting that frustration and then maybe a little conflict between us. And I'm just doing my best, right? Like if I'm truly being present with like what's going on inside of me and the fears that are happening, it's mostly going to be internal, I'd say. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that if I'm truly being present with that stuff, then I'd be cool. I'd be mm -hmm. flowing. I'd feel okay. Right. So am I doing my best? If that's my intention is to be fully present and all that and have joy in my life because I believe it comes from that presence. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I really could. I'm not really doing my best right now, am I? But me saying it gives me this little like, yeah, you are. You yeah, know what I mean? Like it's, it's, like, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like, it, well, it's kind of fuels. Yeah, maybe it's like, like an ego stroke kind of thing or something like that, you know? It's mm. interesting. I know I'm, I'm like thinking about that because I think we can so. I'm just. I think my mind is going now about like all the banner phrases that I <laughs> that I do use. Do you have any more that you want? No. To share? Well, actually, there's one I do want to share, and this is cool because I'm thinking about positive banner phrases because mm -hmm. I think in either way, absolutely, either way they're empowering, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. our our words are so powerful. I mean, that's like proven to us. I don't care. Like our words are powerful. Where mm -hmm. I mean, I. Who would I, I was, again, talking, I think it was with Lizzie in, in the podcast on this. And like, we're talking about, oh, she was talking about, you know, writing down her prayers. And what was cool about that and we got about is that like, you know, when you're in your head and you're just thinking about something, you you have all these different voices going on. It's like you're rehashing it. It's, it's, it's all these different perspectives happening. But as soon as that comes out and is expressed, there's one, there's one perspective being expressed. Mm -hmm. You can't have two different things being said at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I think it really like, it's like collapsing, like what is, like there's this potential of ways I could go. But as soon as I say something, it's like all those potentials are just like, whoop, here's what I'm doing. Yes. Here's what I'm gonna do. Absolutely. Right? So I, I remember this time where, <clears throat> I mean, who hasn't lost their keys? You know what I mean? And it's like one of the most frustrating things, mm -hmm. right? And we, we all know how that feels. And you're just like, where are they? And you're looking for them, you know, forever, it seems like. And if it happens a couple times in like a week or something, it's like, this is always happening to me. Banner phrase. 
Story. Story. It's mm -hmm. a story, right? Mm -hmm. And banner phrases could be just, you know, at certain times. I feel like there's a lot more spin with banner phrases. Right. Well, I mean, because, that's, that's well, what because you can't get deep them. with them. It's like a political thing. Mm. It's like, it's like, it's like um, vilifying a whole group of people by just looking at one little maybe thing that like their religion has in it or something. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's trying to simplify something beyond what it should be simplified, mm -hmm. you know, and then it just, whatever. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, okay. But I'm thinking of this positive one where I was walking, this is a long time ago and I, I know I've told you this story, but it was a, it was a great reminder for me as I'm walking my dogs in Hermosa beach. They had like this green belt, it's this long path that just goes for miles and there's ice plant and like Ivy growing up on the sides of it, lots of trees and that type of thing. And I'm walking and I would go on these long walks and, and there's this woman who was just bawling her eyes out and there's like a guy with her <clears throat> like and they're like she's like in the ice plant sitting there and they're obviously looking for something and she's got all these dogs with her and it turns out she lost she's a dog walker she lost her entire like wad of keys like 30 keys for all of her clients and these dogs that's be extremely stressful and i could feel it on her and you know i walk by and you know they both ask her like Have, you know look for our keys we've lost our keys and i'm like oh man and I walked away and I said, well, no, I'll keep my eye out for them. And I remember though, like I was really kind of, this was a while ago and I was really trying to explore like, like creating, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And like miracles and that type of thing. And like, I remember walking away and there's this part of me that was like, well, when do you ever find somebody's keys? Like they've obviously been looking for it. Like, how are you going to find it? But then I put this banner phrase in there. I was like, you know what? I'm really good. And making things happen and I'm going to find her keys I decided that like maybe it's like a very temporary banner phrase but I would say that was a banner phrase I was like you know I was so sure of myself I don't know what it was I wasn't even I was just like you know what I'm going to find her keys and I just put it in there and I remember I said it to myself a couple times so it would sort of stick and just like I felt mm -hmm. it I was like yeah okay went on this long walk came back long walk I mean they're still sitting there and I, and I wasn't thinking about it that entire walk. And I was like, oh shoot, I wasn't looking for her keys. Oh man, what did I do? And I was like sort of bummed that like I'd left myself down too. And like, I'm, you know, I'm like, oh man, like I wanted to have some integrity. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna find your keys. And I'm like, oh man, I walked by, I'm like, sorry. I didn't see your keys. Obviously I wasn't looking for them, you know? But I walked right by them and literally 20 feet down the path, if that, I look into the ice plant and I just looked, zoop, and there was just the wad of keys sitting there and bringing it to them. And I was like, man, that felt great. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But it was like, what that made me think about is kind of like when you're running late for somebody, you use like an empowering banner phrase. Like mm -hmm. I'm gonna get there right when I need to. Mm -hmm. It was that, but a lot more focused. And it makes, and the same thing with like the parking spaces. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering if I, if we, and I'll say we, but if, you know, just talking about myself, if I were able to live my life really recognizing those statements that I use a lot, mm -hmm. I think that's what a banner phrase is. It's basically a statement that you use a lot to describe mm -hmm. your life or your experience I'm in this right life. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Right. That would be one of them. Go ahead. That I'm right where I'm supposed to I'm be. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Like wherever you are, right then, that's where you're supposed to be. And that's a banner phrase. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a banner phrase. Yeah. And that's a very comforting exactly. banner yeah. phrase. Mm -hmm. Right? But I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like, Sorry, if I, if, no, no, it's fine. Um, if I can, if I was able to recognize those common statements and look at it and say, oh, that's, that's a negative banner phrase right there. And what if I were able to make that switch? And so that my life is basically live in conversations, which happens more and more when we talk, you know, because I really dig your perspective and like, I like that, you know what I mean? But, and you've taught me a lot of how to kind of look at those statements that I make. And it's like, wow, if I could be just having these positive banner phrases, looking at the power that these things have, how would my life be different? Mm -hmm. You know, and... I think especially when there's a lot of uncertainty. I know, like, I, like we, we have a lot of uncertainty in our life right now. And like, 
I feel like that's just like a blank canvas. Like overt. It's really <laughs> like there's a lot of us. There's always uncertainty, but this is yeah. like overt. <laughs> it's really testing us. I think that's why like this is a very, I like that we're talking about this right mm -hmm. now. This is a very like, I think what uncertainty does is it kind of takes a little bit of the paint off the canvas, mm -hmm. right? Things aren't as clear the direction that they're going in. And if I think about it that way and, sorry, I'm just sort of going off here, like mm -hmm. following a little trail in my mind that like, if I'm thinking of this life experience as my canvas, right? And my, my words, my actions, the way I'm showing up is the paint that I'm laying down or the media, whatever I'm putting on there, you know, like I want to make that art, that piece, the best that it can be. And I don't know, anytime I, I do art, like I have to let go. I really have to let go. If I'm forcing it, it, does ne it doesn't really turn out. And it's probably because I don't have a lot of skills in that field, but it's like, I know that if I, if, I, if I am intending to make something beautiful and I can get myself out of the way and just hold that intent, I'm gonna be pretty happy with the outcome. That's it's like playing pool. It's like or playing pool. It's, playing, it's like playing, my dad uses this. Mm. These, I think my dad and my brother, they use these uh, examples of playing pool and also throwing a piece of crumpled up trash from a certain distance into a trash can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, you just got, like, anytime know, I've ever keeping tried keeping that, like, pure, like, no doubt, just pure intent. <laughs> anytime, I've, anytime I've ever tried to claim that I'm going to sink <laughs> a wad of paper in the trash can, I miss every single time. It's very entertaining, though. <laughs> oh, totally. But if I'm like this, if I'm like, whew, it'll it'll just sink, and I'm um, like, and of course nobody's watching. You know what I mean? <laughs> but okay, so then pool. flipping eggs, flipping eggs. You, is a you good do one. it when we're watching. Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty good. Oh yeah, that's right. Eggs in the pan. Yeah, totally. What about playing pool? What do you mean about that one? Oh, the same thing. It's just like, like knowing you know, that you're like, gonna just having that vision and just. Doing it. There's this, thinking it. There's this great scene in in this movie. God, is it like City of Angels or something with Nicolas Cage mm -hmm. and like Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan? Is that and like uh, she actually dies in the scene, which is probably not the best scene to use. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's. I think she knows that like Nicolas Cage is an angel or something or something. I don't know, but she's like you know she's like opening up to life, and there's a scene where she's riding her bike down this hill. You know, she's like bombing this hill on her bike and she just, I think she closes her eyes even. And she takes her hands off the handlebars and just, and forget how that scene goes. <laughs> forget about that. But like, that's almost how it feels. And what it is, it's because, and the reason I use that is because if you've ever walked with your eyes closed or even just taking your hands off the handlebars on a bike and, or turned off your headlights when you're driving at night for a second, there's this really like powerful and kind of like, oh, like feeling mm -hmm. that you have to be very connected. And it's it's very powerful and very exciting and scary and all mm -hmm. oh, it's life. It really is like life encapsulated because you are just out there. There's mystery in this exact moment. Mm -hmm. This could go anywhere. I don't even know what's coming. You know what I mean? And and it's this free fall kind of feeling. And so I think embracing that free fall and maybe trying to guide it with these banners, these mm -hmm. stories, right? Like consciously guide it, right? Like I could be a skydiver just falling to the earth or I could be one of those guys in like a wingsuit or girls in a wingsuit that's like cruising along mountains, mm -hmm. but I'm doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Sorry. I feel like I'm going off on different tangents. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else you want to say about banner phrases or the neon signs or? Um, was there a, um, did we want to talk at all about the, uh, the one about the story about I'm, I'm too old to change yeah, or me, I'm um, set in my ways. You look it up here. Yeah. So this is a banner phrase I heard. Um, actually I, set this i wrote this but they were talking about this on a different podcast and it said you know basically what they were talking about it was i thought this was a great banner phrase is once you get to a certain age you can't change 
but you get set in your ways or yeah. I get set in my ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, for one, I feel like it's so limiting <laughs> and it's, oh, so it's limiting. this, I, but, and, it, and if I, if I grasp onto that, um, I, it's just, it just feels very limiting, but I feel like it's opposite because I feel yeah. like when I was young, I, I, well, young, younger, I guess I, I'm 37. So I've lived some life and hopefully I have a lot more to go, but, but, um, I felt like when I was younger, I was much more stubborn and very attached to the way that I was at mm. that time. So you were actually but actually pretty set in your ways. I I think so. I at I, least like I from feel a like mental... yeah. I feel like I was um, very attached to certain things. It wasn't mm. Mm, I guess beach lifestyle and 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 things like that that I was grasping onto as far as identity. But um, I feel like as I get older, I change. I, I, I'm more susceptible to change because I'm more open to it now. Well, it's a, you have that mentality of being open yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, and it, also because I, I feel like when you're younger, you know, you go through, I, I think it's you know pretty known and understandable that, you know, your teens and 20s, early 20s and different times for different people. But there is um, that uh, attachment to what you were talking about earlier about kind of the image and coming off a certain way um, and the judgment, fear of the judgment and everything. And I feel like as I'm, you know, as I'm getting older, I see that and I have compassion for it and I, I understand it cause I was mm. that too, but I just don't feel it like I used to. And yeah. it's freeing <clears throat> and it's, it's, it, it allows me to be able to change. I feel like I've changed so much in the last 10 years. Well, I think you're saying that it allows you to. Yeah. Cause honestly, like when I think about this, I think there's a lot of societal mm -hmm. um, pressure maybe that go along with this statement. And by that, I mean, you know, if I'm getting older, I should be kind of set in my ways, right? I should have an established career. I should sort of know my direction, right? And like going to school, that's maybe for younger people. I mean, I think that that that's that's kind of changing a little bit, I would hope. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I mean, I think too, I know for me, having to switch careers and that type of thing, like as I'm getting older, I, we, we've talked about this. You know, there's definitely like this sense of like, I should already have this figured out. You know what I mean? It's cool to learn stuff, but man, I should already have this figured it's a story. out. Story, right? It's a story, right? Like, do I want to have this all figured out, or would that just be kind of boring? Yeah. You know, because I think there's a fear that comes in that the older I get, if I don't have it figured out, then I'm not going to be okay, and we're not going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of that societal conditioning that goes along with this. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm really curious, like how that might be in other societies. Is that viewed differently? Mm -hmm. Because life should be about learning. And like, I know that if I've ever gone back to like take a class, like a college or something, mm -hmm. and maybe I'm the oldest person in there by like 10 years or something. I actually, I mean, I'm one of the most engaged students in the class. And I've, it's been, I've noticed that with like other older students in class. Like I'm in a different place. I'm not worried about the, 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 like, the social aspects of the other people in class. I'm like, I just want to learn. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that is such an empowering feeling, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel that like, we should be able to even learn more as we get older. Mm -hmm. Just because of our life experience. And sure, that, yeah. Like, we should. That like, yeah. that, 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 that banner phrase <laughs> seems ridiculous, kind of. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like I wonder how much of, has shifted in the last twenty years, just mm. because of um, technology and information and yes. access. Well, you know, I because yeah. I, I feel like both of my parents have changed yeah. a lot in the last twenty as, years. As have mine. Yeah. Um, so many shifts, and and I think for the better, and much more, you know, open. I think I think you're right about that. I think like with technology, you see the possibilities. Mm -hmm. Or you, you either see somebody else living a possibility that you're like, oh, that looks kind of cool. 
or you're just exposed to something that like triggers something in your mind that like sure. I would want to do that, and then it yeah. seems easier to do it. Yeah. Well, it, it infuses excitement. In yeah. Life and, yeah. You know. And there's a lot of support too, as well. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Anyway, gosh, I feel like is there anything else you want to say about those? Pretty, pretty good. I know we sort of sort of wandered a little bit on that, but you know, I it was a great conversation, and I just really appreciated talking to you. And um, I hope to have more of these discussions. That was great. Yeah, I'm sure we have a lifetime of I hope these so. discussions. I hope so. Love you. Love you too. Okay. You made it to the other side. We hope you enjoyed listening. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, please subscribe to Mattercast. It's free. You can see the video that goes along with this interview on our YouTube channel at Matter Handmade. You can also go and check out the rest of our goodies at youmatter.com. Y-O-U-M-A-T-R. We really look forward to seeing you at our next episode. And uh, until then, this is Jeff saying peace. Have a beautiful day. And always remember, you matter.